Hi, and welcome back to A Walk Across Texas State. I'm Zachary, and today we have a special belated Halloween episode for you. We asked our career services staff to tell us about spooky interview experiences they've had so that students might be better prepared when they are ready to interview. We start off today's episode with Ross Wood, Assistant Director for Career Education. Next, we'll hear a story from career advisor and liaison to the College of Business, Amanda Ritter, followed by Aubrey Chihio, career counselor and liaison to the College of Health Professions. Our final two stories today will come from Laura Jones, Assistant Director of Employer Engagement, and Daphne Wolf, career educator and liaison to the College of Fine Arts and Communications. We hope you enjoy this special episode. Interviewing can be scary. Uh, actually, really, interview is, yeah, it can be a little bit scary at times. Uh, you never know what an employer is going to ask you. Sometimes employers are going to ask you crazy questions, off-the-wall questions. Uh, why? I don't know. We'll talk about that. But I'll tell you a question that I got asked. Um, I was applying for an RA position. It was when I was in college. Uh, and the question they asked me is, if you were roadkill, what roadkill would you be? Man, I didn't have a clue what to answer at first. I had to problem solve, think. So I probably said something like, uh, chicken, why does a chicken cross the road, right? To get the job on the other side. But I got smacked right in the end. Um, I don't know really what I answered, um, but the idea is why do you get asked those questions? Sometimes it's just to see how do you problem solve? How do you think? How do you process? Uh, one of my favorite questions that I still use in my mock interviews, I got it from an accounting firm, is the question was, if they made a movie about your life, what would be the title? Again, there's not a right or wrong answer. A lot of times just employers are getting a chance just to kind of come out of the blue with something off the wall just to see how you handle it. So roll with it, think about it, um, process it, give them an answer, give them a try. Well, yes, interviewing can be scary sometimes, but come practice, help, we'll check it out um, and see how it goes. Um, best of luck out there. So I had an interview uh, that was set up for 10.30 to 11.30. Got the Gmail invite, and it just said the one hour. So I planned my whole day. I had, uh, at the time, I was a, a service manager at a restaurant. And so I had to go in later that day. Um, and so I figured I'd be out of there by 11.30, 12. You know, if the interview runs over, that's okay. And I'd have some time to run some errands that day before I actually had to go into work. Um, at the time, I was looking at sales position jobs, and I was looking at I was interviewing with three different companies. And this one was a small beginning stage startup um, company that was rapidly growing. There were five employees, three of which were full time, and they were they were hiring for. Um, a business development role, be the fourth full-time employee. So I knew that it was going to be, um, you know, unconventional. I knew that the, the, the environment, the business environment was going to be a little different. It was going to be close-knit. It was a group of people that were probably working a lot together. So the interview was going to be a little different. So I get there at 1030. Everything's going well. Um, the first bit of the interview, the first hour, was very much like you would expect an interview to be. Um, I was interacting with all three of the full-time employees and answering questions and it was very conversational. Um, and then about 11.30 rolled around and another interviewee came in and it was a small office so I could see that the interviewee came in and the uh, 
CEO, the founder, and this is the entrepreneur, right? So he looks over at his employees and says, I've got an idea. And in my mind, I was like, oh, no. He has an idea. What is this going to mean for me, right? Because it's 1130. I think that, you know, the interview went really well. I'm out. I'm on my way out the door. And he goes and grabs games, board games. And he says, come on in to the other interviewee and brings this guy in um, to their little break room. And he said, we're just going to play board games. And we're just going to see how you all interact with us. And I had no idea how to say no to that, uh, to get out of that situation, because everything was going really well. These people were extremely nice people. And I you know, was still considering the job at the time. And we started playing games. And there were different games, but there was one that was kind of a, it was a critical thinking, kind of one of those deception games, like try to figure out who this person is, but, but you don't know and you've got to kind of read people. And I thought in the back of my mind, it's a, probably a, a pretty good idea for an interview, but I definitely wasn't prepared for it. Um, but I had fun with it. We kept going. Another hour passed. Um, we're still playing games. I have no idea how to get out of this. Um, it switches at that point from I'm kind of starting to get the notion that like I'm not going to be able to escape <laughs> this, this scenario and I've got things to do right before I go into work. And um, the, the CEO of the company is loving it and I can tell he's loving it and I don't think he has any plans for it to stop. And so he just kind of starts structuring all, like, the interviewee, the other interviewee is there as well. And I can tell he's kind of confused. But he separates us, and we go into, I go with the CEO into his office, and we do some more interview. We actually do some, like, kind of role-play training of, like, how I would handle situations. And then he starts asking me questions about who else I'm interviewing with, um, and he's, he's a very nice guy, but I just did not know how to get out of the situation. And 10.30 was when this interview started. Lunchtime has passed. I haven't eaten. I get hangry. I did not get out of that interview until about 3.30 or 4, and I had not eaten. Uh, eventually, I think that I just said I have to go um, and, and left, and, but I thanked them for their time and everything. And I did get the job offer. But I thought that that was probably indicative of, of the, the value of my time. And so I did not take the offer and I did not grow with the company. Hey, so my bad interview experience was with um, a cashier position over at There was definitely a few red flags that was there when interviewing for that position. For one, they let me cheat on the math test that's needed in order to know your math skills. Um, secondly, I asked the, what is the work culture like? And they gave a very basic um, answer that did not sound, sound genuine at all. Another thing was that they gave me the position right after the interview and wanted me to start the very next day. <laughs> Um, being a broke college student, I still took the position because I really needed money. Uh, but it's definitely something I 
regret and have learned a lot from. Um, it was a very toxic environment. Definitely the management did not seem to care about the employers themselves, um, kind of overworked us, gave us too many tasks to really handle. Um, so it was very stressful and kind of put school for me on the back burner when I was just trying to make some money. Um, now that I'm more mature, it's something that I definitely have learned from. And I would definitely suggest for any students looking for um, positions while they're in college and even just beyond that, make sure you do your research on the place that you're working for. Um, make sure to, when they're interviewing, to interview them yourself to make sure that this is going to be a, a healthy environment for you. Um, so yeah, that would be my advice. All right. So this one time when I was interviewing after grad school um, at a thing called the Placement Exchange, where it's essentially this huge auditorium with hundreds and hundreds of schools and universities interviewing all of these grad students um, for jobs. So I'm already in there super nervous, um, you know, sitting around all the other people competing for the same jobs that I am side by side, shoulder to shoulder, and, you know, interviewing for jobs that two booths down, there's someone else I just interviewed with, and now I'm sitting with this person interviewing them. So I walk up, sit down for my interview, do all the niceties, introductions, smile, they seem nice, cool. And then my very first question I get asked is, so we're interviewing, you know, 100 people today. Why should this interview last more than five minutes? And as you can imagine, a very intimidating uh, moment for interviewing when you're just trying to think of, why should this last more than five minutes? Why am I worth your time? Is basically what they're asking me. And fortunately, um, I think I did an okay job because I made it past the first round of interviews and the second, and um, apparently kept going and got to do a full 30-minute interview with them. So I lasted past the five minutes. Um, and how I answered it was just trying to really sell myself why I was good for the job, what skills I had that they, you know, would benefit them as the company and as the university, and um, ended it with the phrase that I was awesome. So hopefully maybe that helps sell the point. So my advice to students would be um, if you ever get asked some kind of a question about why you for this job, why should this last long, anything that kind of just very abrasively says, um, what are you worth to us? What are you going to bring? Make sure you're just prepared to highlight your experience, your skills, and um, why you are fit for the job, why you're the best candidate. And that is my advice for you. So my story is when I was applying for graduate assistantships and I was looking to work with a student group and I was interviewing with a certain employer on a, at a different institution and they said, Started off the interview as really, really normal interview for a while, you know, talking about you know what are your strengths, what's your experience, what's coordination look like for you, how do you stay organized. Answered all those questions with a breeze. And then it started getting to a weird part in the conversation where they started asking me, you know, how have you handled conflict in the past? And I was like, oh, that's a pretty normal question. Answered it. He said, well. What if somebody directly criticizes your leadership style? I said, well, you know, I'll 
take it with a grain of salt. I am the advisor that I'm going to be, and if it's you know honest and fair feedback, I'm going to try to incorporate it into you know my advising style. But if it's a personal comment, I'm not going to like take that much stock into it. And they said, well, what if somebody criticizes you in a group in public? I said, well, you know, I haven't really had that experience. Uh, I typically you know try to. Uh, find a good time and place for those conversations to happen and provide those opportunities pretty regularly for feedback. And he said, well, how would you handle if somebody came up to you in a larger group and said, I don't really like you. I don't like how you're doing this. And I said, well, you know, that's, you know, a different, different kind of conversation. We'll move that to a private audience. And he said, and they said, oh, okay, that sounds really great. Good job. You know, good job answering those questions. And then they go, and I was sitting there kind of thinking, these are pretty, pretty strange and really specific questions. And he said, well, um, what's your support system like? And at this time, I was moving out of state, away from my family and friends. And I said, well, you know, got, um, you know, entering into this cohort, I think I'll, I'll make good friends with them. It'll be a good time. And hopefully, they'll be able to support me professionally. But uh, worst comes to worst, FaceTime, I've got my friends and my family back home I can, can reach out to for support. And they said, good. You're gonna need it. And I said, oh, that's not great. So they went to go on and explain how their last graduate assistantship had had these experiences where people had criticized their leadership style and advising style openly and loudly in front of the large group of, of students. They had talked about how their last assistantship or last grad assistant was uh, didn't have a good support system and how much that was needed and and they are sitting there this is the whole last last part of the interview and I'm just like red flags red flags red flags no thank you I would not like to work for you anymore and so I finished the interview thanked them for their time sent them a thank you note um, and in the thank you note I kindly said I would like to withdraw from the application process for this office. Um, it was for a specific academic area that I didn't have a lot of experience in and wasn't all that interested in. Um, and that was, those were the reasons I noted, not the fact that you asked insanely personal questions about my support system and how I would handle conflict in a really open way. Um, I didn't mention any of that in the thank you letter. Um, how offers were, and I kindly withdrew from that, that process. I thought it was done, thought it was over, wouldn't have to deal with that anymore. Um, the way offers worked at this institution for graduate assistantships was they offered me an assistantship and if I declined that assistantship offer, I was also declining the institution. Um, I actually got a phone call from the office that I withdrew from offering me a position in their office outside of the whole process and I had to kindly remind them, I said, I actually went through from your process um, a couple hours ago, I'm so sorry. Um, I just really didn't feel like I was gonna be the best candidate and best fit for your role. And so I technically got the job either way, but I was feeling all sorts of ways about it. It was bad vibes, red flags from the get-go. Um, and so that is my horror story there. And it is always good to remember that you're interviewing both ways. You feel like they're asking two personal questions, if they're getting into territory where maybe this was a really 
explicit event and experience that previous people in this office have had, you don't really want to repeat that. If you don't want to put yourself in that situation, be vocal about it and don't be afraid to withdraw from a process that makes you feel uncomfortable. A Walk Across Texas State is produced by Zachary Webb, music by Richard Hall. For free resources and additional information about our services, head over to careerservices.txstate.edu and follow us on social media at txstcareers. Don't forget to like and subscribe to hear new episodes every other Tuesday each semester. Thanks for listening, and we will see you soon.